Man, that was jacked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are we uh are we set for next time now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need some chicken grease. Oh shit, here we go. Hey sports fans, Greg Medford. Going there with Greg. Here we are. Happy fucking Wednesday, uh, you monsters. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> we just said, you know what happens is you've got all these systems and uh, you've got all these little pieces of hardware like our stream deck, uh, which is not lit up. And I don't have any. Hey, we had a we had a really cool setup and everyone's done an update. Uh, YouTube did an update. Stream deck did an update. And now nobody's updates are working with each other. And normally I hit some buttons from stream deck and I've got nothing now. So uh, just weird. It's weird. And we find this out. We've been kind of like trying to get this thing turned on for about a half an hour. And uh, hopefully we're on now. So we'll see how it goes. It looks like there's like two people watching. So I've got like, what's that? Hey, I see it. It's up. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Guys, you know, I wanted to talk today about uh, the uh, $3.5 trillion bill being thrown before Congress. Like a large piece of shit being thrown against the wall, we'll see what sticks. So what's being proposed is absolute fantasy fucking nut job craziness. And then what conservatives and Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin, I mean, thank God for those two monkeys, what conservatives and those two are going to do is we're going to compromise with fucking crazy. Here's what happens when you compromise with crazy. You get half crazy. Now, I thought I would just read through because most of you won't take the time to read through this stuff. I thought I would read through some of the items in the bill. Um, there's some good stuff there. There's some bad stuff there. Um, but at some point, you begin to start seeing the agenda. So I want to... And, and look... There are 2,400 and change pages in this bill. 2,400 and change, which means nobody's read the bill. We're going to pass, potentially, we're voting on, we're, they're wrangling, the, the uh, party whips are whipping their way through the halls of Congress And they are strong-arming members to vote on a bill that no one has read. It's tw nearly 2,500 pages. $3.5 And it was just this week or next week or it's coming up or it's right about now. I'm a little, I, I've, I've pulled myself out of the day-to-day -day chatter of the talking head news world because, frankly, it's maddening and I'm intolerable because I'm so frustrated about it. So I just want to, I want to, I'm going to read some incendiary things that are in it and I'm going to talk about what those mean because a lot of people don't know really what this means. They just know oh, it sounds bad because... Some Republican senator or congressman's put it up on their bad list. But I'm going to read read some of these, and then I'm going to explain to you why they're bad. Now, I've also read, not extensively into the 2,400 pages, 
I have read um, published synopses of each section, and I've gone pretty. You know, I'm I'm not ready to do a deep dive into the 2,400 pages because frankly, I'll I'll want to eat a bullet. In the midst of all of this chatter to pass the single largest tax and spend bill that's ever been passed in American history, even adjusted for inflation, this is the biggest bill. If every bill we've ever passed, if the biggest one was a quarter pounder with cheese, this is a 200 pound burger. It's never been anything like this. And it has implications far and wide. This would be like calling it, and and what's in the bill is so far from what the name of it indicates. The two, the three point five trillion dollar Democrat infrastructure bill. What we can, and and so they assume you all are retarded. They assume you're that you're fucking stupid. So they. They, they figure, oh, it's the infrastructure bill. Well, I'm all for the infrastructure. The bridges in my town suck. Roads, too many potholes. Freeways are backed up. Let's, let's do it. I mean, it's a, that's a good investment. It's an investment in us. Makes sense. Let me just hit the highlight of some of the just head-shaking craziness of this, okay? While they're trying to stuff this down our throats they've just raised the debt ceiling again so while they are unable to pay for the current budget they're proposing the largest bill ever you get home said sweetheart we need to sit down at the table and go over our bills and our paychecks we don't make enough money we're falling behind i had to raise the credit on the american express card just to make ends meet this month by the way, I'm going to go buy a Porsche and a Ferrari because that's what this is. We can't pay for the current state of things. So we, therefore, in order to not renege on our credit internationally, we're upping our internal debt limit for like the 80th time in U.S. history. It's been done a bunch of times. It's never a good sign. Now, what's interesting about this bill is what we find is it, it all you have to do is read a tiny bit deeper than the title of each section, and you find out there's some decent stuff in it, and around that decent stuff, we should have a discussion about spending money. No question about it. When you say infrastructure to me, I say, okay, let's talk. You know, let's put together... Um, uh, you know, three-person, 50-state, three little, 50 little three-person commissions around the country, and maybe two three-person commissions in California, and one three-person one three -person commission in New York, and or maybe two up there, and maybe two down in Florida, and maybe two in Texas. And basically, cities and and, and the, the states and cities and municipalities can come propose the thing they need fixed in their town. And then it goes on to a list and it goes into queue and then every contractor in America can come compete for those. And they use American steel and American labor to fix them. And American concrete. And American bolts and hardware. All American materials. 
I would spend, if they want a trillion dollars, I'd probably go down for it. A trillion bucks, I'm like, okay, I'm down for that, fine. But let's dive in. These are some of the things hidden in it. Electric vehicle credits. There are a lot of credits for electric vehicles, but they're only for union-made vehicles. Now, this is a glaring bit of hypocrisy that's staggering. What it means is we only want to help the environment if our union-led companies and union dues collected by Americans forced into unionization for the most part and in, in great part, and you'll see how they force union membership in a good part of this legislation. They're forcing union membership and, and pouring billions of dollars into union pockets because the unions funnel that money through their corrupt political operatives into the political parties and mostly into the De Democrat Party. In direct contretemps to the membership who are the working class of America. So um, if you are for green energy and you are for a clean environment, why would you ever only give credits, tax credits, or grants to non-union green energy companies? To only, to, only to union member, union-oriented green energy companies. What that means is you don't care about Tesla's factory and it basically is gunning for Tesla and it's supporting the big automakers that have union shops making electric vehicles. And it is it, what it does is it incentivizes the marketplace for the big manufacturers to unionize their electric vehicles to make them more viable in the marketplace. Even though the majority of workers do not want to be in a union. And as plants pop up around the country outside the legacy rust-built areas where cars have traditionally been made, they overwhelmingly vote to not be union members. So they really only want, they only want the environment good when, it, when it's union people doing it. So they get union dues, and those jobs have been generated by the tax money they've taken from all of us against our will to give only to companies, not to good companies like Tesla, not to other companies that are competing in this space where the best and, uh, and, and most creative innovations taking place, but in the big automakers for them to shift their employees and shift some infrastructure development to union workers, which means ergo, I don't actually support green energy. I support unions because I like their money and support at election time. That's number one. Moving on to number two. Forced unionization by requiring states to negotiate benefits with state employees through collective bargaining agreements, therefore forcing all state employees to be union-paying, dues-paying union members in their state uh, um, bid for employment in addition to being immunized, vaccinated. So they they're they're gonna they're gonna force state employees to buy into unions. You're forced. Now there's been a lot of lawsuits about this. People say, I want to work for the state. I want to work for my town. I do not want to be forced into a union where you take my money and then the union gives the money to whatever political wind they 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 are into. Now you ask anybody who's really been in the union, they can tell you anecdotal uh, little stories about how people get away with murder and the union always protects them. 
You can look at jobs where protection is still needed, like, for instance, police forces, where there's overwhelming critical response to your actions on the job that can blow um, that can blow politically out of control and not be connected to reality. Maybe you need a union to protect those folks. And if anybody's working in a dusty coal mine getting black lung, you know, you might want to have a union for those guys if they want it. Or what they do is they go on Craigslist or Monster Recruiter or Career, Bu Career Builder or Jobs.com. They go get a job somewhere else. They get in their modern automobile with their family and they move to the new place. Then the employer has no employees and has to either up their wages or improve conditions and compete in the marketplace. Because it's not 1880. It's 2021. We can just look on the internet and fucking leave. As an employer, trust me. I struggle to remain competitive in the marketplace. And I'm well aware of it. A $700,000 fine for employers whose workers are not vaccinated. I want to say this again. There's a, they are hidden in this 2,400-page, $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill being proposed while we're raising our national debt limit so we can function and not renege on our credit they're proposing a $700,000 fine on employers whose workers are not vaccinated. Employers like me. I would have to fire my employees who are not vaccinated. Now, I haven't done the deep dive into the 2,400 and change pages. Maybe they say companies over 50, companies over 100. Maybe they say companies over 300. Who gives a fuck? How dare they go after companies who will not impose their will on their employees' personal medical choices? How fucking dare they? Penalty of $10 per day if small businesses don't auto-enroll employees in retirement plans. So we have 41 people. That would be a $410 fine per day. That doesn't mean... Those employees will ever get that money. It's just a government fine. And so what we know, people like me, when I had less than 20 employees and I had a 401k, I had around 10% participation. They'd put in their money. I'd match it with free money. One in 10 people participated. With 41 people right now, I haven't chosen to whoop up that program. Because the program to remain in legal compliance with the program costs more than the money that people were saving. I'll say that again. It costs more to be in compliance and hire a company to keep me in legal 401k compliance than, it, than, than anyone actually earned in additional earnings and savings for retirement. So we were just too small to make it work. And at 41, let's say I doubled my participation. That would mean eight people in my company would participate. So back to this, a penalty of $10 per day per employee if small businesses don't auto-enroll employees in a retirement plan. So that would mean they're giving everybody in the nation a raise. And what they're doing is they're poking their nose into these little infrastructures that have set up the every every company's got an infrastructure and it's got a model and it's got a pricing model and it's got a profit model and they're poking their nose in and saying yeah you know what 
they're not saying pay the employees less. They're saying, you know, my employees are all paid above the federal proposed minimum wage in any state. So I'm not worried about that. But what they're doing is to many companies, to thousands of companies, small business employs 60% of America. They're basically asking these companies to become less profitable. They don't understand that that downward pressure, there are always companies that are marginal. In any given moment, there are thousands of marginal companies employing lots of people, and they just exist on sheer momentum. And as you add these expenses, while you increase taxes, while you impose stricter IRS uh, uh, enforcement, and you do this, and you do that, and you do the other, and you get rid of deductions, and you, you do it all at once, you lose jobs. That's all there is to it. What they end up doing, and guys like me, uh, not necessarily me, but people in my position, we can pivot and find things to do to earn a living. At, and, and everybody can at some level. But what they end up doing is they end up crushing enterprise. They, cr they crush small businesses. You know, all big businesses started as small businesses. All businesses at one point or the other had a marginal period in their history. And how many do you crush? 3.5 billion for the Green New Deal Youth Patrol. I want to read that again. 3.5 billion for the Green New Deal Youth Patrol. Now, I've watched Green Youth of America the last couple of years with their masks and their backpacks and their improvised weapons. I've watched them throwing Molotov cocktails and I've watched them throwing rocks. Mostly I want to talk to their parents about where they fucked up and how to rein these goddamn kids in. $3.5 to the green, to the, it's the Hitler Youth of America. Are you kidding me? A bunch of skinny jean, Birkenstock, hipster little fucks with their patchy beards whose balls haven't dropped yet. They're going to give $3.5 to them so they can employ climate activists. Does that sound like a good plan? I've got an idea. Let's give $3 billion to Greg. I'm going to go to Afghanistan. And you know those 7,000 prisoners that just got released? I'm going to employ them in a whole, you know, they're disaffected youth mad at the how uh, Islam is being uh, interpreted by the West. I'm going to get them in a works program so we can channel their activism. Seems like a fucking great idea. We want to shift the cost. The federal government wants to shift the cost of free community college to state governments. So not only are they asking, they are forcing a group of people to deliver a product for free to another group of people. They're now saying they won't pay for it. Now, that's neither here nor there to me. If my state has to pay for it, they're going to raise my taxes. If my feds have to pay for it, they're going to raise my taxes. If they're going to raise my taxes to pay for it, I want a goddamn say in the curriculum. No critical race theory, no lesbian dance theory, no transgender African basket weaving uh, awareness classes. Reading, writing, arithmetic, science, mathematics. We have turned into a silly fucking people. This is a fake news handout for reporters. They want to give... Um, they want to give tax credits to local newspapers with up to 750 employees. They want to give tax credits 
to the overwhelmingly libtard, dumb fuck, lamestream, useless, jaded, irresponsible, non-reporting, propaganda, hip-pocket DNC fucking media. That's the plan. Okay. Solar subsidies to promote environmental justice. Social subsidies to promote environmental justice. You know, it's not right that more, a higher percentage of white people get solar panels. So we want to offer solar panels to brown and black people based on their gender and their race. And then maybe it's what they identify as. I identify as a pickle. So can I get some subsidies? Because I'm a minority. I'm a pickle. Tax, an $8,000 tax credit for electric bikes, the vast majority of which are made, you guessed it, in motherfucking China, our enemy. We're going to give a tax credit so Americans buy Chinese electric bikes. If you insert their agenda in this entire shit show that I've read so far, and you inserted America instead of their interest group, I might be down for some debt to revitalize America. But they're not. I might be down for some electric vehicles, but they're not. They're giving it to their cronies so that they can prop themselves up so that they can prolong unlimited and unchallenged power. They've got the upper and lower house, the White House, and they can't get this fucking bill passed. That's how bad this is. They want to give tax breaks to elite private universities. I'll say this again. Some of the most well-endowed, most well-funded people in American history who have mismanaged more money than any private 5013C or nonprofit company we've ever seen, entity that we've ever seen. They're going to give people who can't control costs, whose costs for American citizens have run headlong out of step with inflation for the last five decades. They want to give them more money. They want to give Harvard, Yale, Dartmouth, and Princeton, who have billions of dollars in endowments, they want to give them tax credits. Why do you think it's not because they need it? It's because they want their allegiance. Because they're paying off their friends. It has nothing to do with education. They want to offer tax credits. These are billions of dollars for environmental justice programs. What the fuck is an environmental justice program? $10 billion for a green workforce tax credit. This is not going to help the working man. This is going to be some group that gins up some company that exists in some false economic reality between viability and inviability where they hire a bunch of people out of some Jobs Corps program, they get the least amount of output, they maximize their tax, tax break, and it is Solyndra. 
$15 billion for green doors and windows. Now, this one, I know this sounds nuts. This probably makes sense at some level. For the amount of energy that goes out windows and doors during winter and summer in this country, that's something that in some one way or another would actually kind of pay for itself. A big labor tax break. We want to give tax breaks to unions. That one they've left vague so they can consult with the union on where the union wants to have tax breaks so it benefits them the most. And then they nudge, nudge, wink, wink, shake under the table and agree how much money they're going to give to the local Democrat party. An expansion of Obamacare. G. Willikers. A ridiculous mandate that tripled my health insurance cost that I buy for myself and many other people. And they and they want to expand it. Good idea. Okay. Talk about a couple other things. Let's pull up a few things here. I just wanted to do a little deeper dive on this, okay? And I want to talk about the numbers a little bit. This shit's fascinating to me. I don't know how it is for you guys. And then we're going to talk how they're going to pay for it. So they got to they got to they got to get mansion and they got to get cinema on board. Cinema votes for this she'll get kicked out of office. You'll see that there's not a lot in here for the infrastructure. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's a big number, but as a percentage of the bill, it's not. It's a very big wealth redistribution. Um, $550 billion bipartisan infrastructure bill. So they've got an infrastructure bill that's like a half a trillion. And 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 it seems, it seems reasonable. And this one is... Uh, so there's multiple proposals before Congress, so I want to talk about this one first. So there is a $550 billion bipartisan infrastructure bill that is before Congress. That's bipartisan, meaning they've got people from both parties in on it. <coughs> They're going for the $3.5 trillion, but this is the one, $110 billion for roads, bridges, and major projects. Now, $110 billion, I like the money. I know it's going to be a boondoggle. I know it's going to be wasted money. I know the liberal states and their big, uh, big city infrastructure, their big city politico machines will squander this money, just like the big dig up in Boston, just like the uh, high speed railway in California. These are the roads to nowhere, um, complete toilet poles of money. But out of that 110 billion, I bet about 10 or 15 billion will actually be well spent. 105 billion for public trans transit and freight and rail. Sounds good to me. $73 billion for power infrastructure for our electric grid. Seems like a great idea. High-speed internet, $65 billion. Absolutely. It's the way we stay plugged in and the way we work and impose our, uh, our sway into the uh, digital universe. Uh, there's no reason a third of our country should be in, 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 in uh, dial-up speed. $55 billion for clean drinking water. Absolutely. It's time to re revise um, the uh, cornerstone of civilization is how clean is the, the fluid it puts in its body. 
25 billion for airports makes sense. If you go to Europe and look at their airports, compare them to ours. Now we have a lot of airports. Our airports are old and tired in many parts of this country. I've been around a lot. Additional programs, 65 billion. Environmental redemption, that's cleaning up dirty stuff. Ports and waterways, probably dredging. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, 11 billion for safety in ports and waterways. That's, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Electrical, ve electrical vehicle infrastructure, 7.5 billion. Yes, the more of these electric vehicles, the more infrastructure we need for them. Um, buses and transit, 7.5 billion. Yes, people need to take buses when they get DUIs. Reconnection, commu reconnection communities, 1 billion. I don't know what that means. Let's move on to the $3.5 trillion bill. Guys, I know this seems dry and boring. I'm trying to do it at a fast pace. I'm trying to add my uh, a little bit of my critique on the idea as it goes along. I'm throwing a little of my perspective in there for a little entertainment value. And I'm trying to throw a little bit of context so you can kind of make your own decision. And, you know, I give them a lot of this. I'm like, okay, okay, all right. I wouldn't fight this too hard. I don't think we should be spending, you know, $3.5 trillion. Half a billion for our infrastructure sounds reasonable, and it's very directed towards infrastructure. I'm like, okay, well, you know, Trump wanted to do that too. We could have done that last year. We could have done that two years ago. But they didn't want to give him a win. They were so concerned about winning and putting Mr. fucking Potato Head in the White House, they, they didn't care about fucking over the country. $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill, $726 billion for the Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions. <laughs> we had a $500 billion bill, $550 billion bill before Congress that I would support and a great many conservatives like me would support that was focused on infrastructure. Out of the gate... 720 billion th nearly three quarters of a trillion dollars for the committee on health education labor and pensions do any of you know what the committee on health education labor and pensions actually is these are unelected people Let's move forward here. The goals of that committee are to fund universal pre-K for three and four-year-olds. So that's child care for three and four-year-olds nationwide. Create tuition-free community college, which they said they want to put on the states. Invest in historically black uh, colleges and universities. Um, it's interesting. That's been a... Every administration has re uh, wrestled with the HBCUs for a long time. And Trump was the first one to go in and do block funding. And now they're, they're on it. Increase the maximum Pell Grant award. Yeah, increase how much money we give away. Invest in school infrastructure. Okay. The school infrastructure thing, I'm like, okay. Okay. If they can come up with a competitive way that has the free market pressures of quality and sticking to a budget, I'm all for that. Um, student success grants and 
edu- and for, for and for student success in educator grants. I don't know about that. Fund primary care. So just give health care to people. I don't know about that. Invest in maternal, behavioral, and racial health equity. That sounds a lot like maternal, behavioral, and racial health equity. That sounds like Planned Parenthood, uh, mental health psychology things, maybe, and racial health equity. I don't want the fucking federal government putting money into racial equity because I don't think they're good at it. Fund pandemic preparedness initiatives. Hey, you know what? I'm not too bad with preparedness initiatives. Although the groups that we've given billions of dollars to for the last 50 years haven't been worth a country fuck in our current pandemic. So my question to you is, what are they going to do different if they want all this money? $726 billion. Promote workforce development and job training, among other initiatives. The government, if it was up to Joe Biden, would be training coal miners to do software programming. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think the government should be picking horses that are going to win in the future. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think will change the face of America, and I would put it on my agenda as a governor. I would put it on my agenda for national office. I will tell you what would change the face of this nation. I'll do that towards the end. Bear with me. That was line item one. Line item two, $332 billion. So we are now at just a kitten hair under a trillion dollars. $332 billion plus the first line item. For the Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs. The Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs needs a third of a trillion dollars to create and preserve affordable housing because they've done such a good job with the project so far. Provide down payment assistance, rental assistance, and other home ownership initiatives. Every time the federal government gets into initiatives to get people who can't afford houses to buy houses, that debt gets packaged, sold to AIG, and turns into an economic bubble and a collapse of our real estate economy. Maybe you just let the free market fucking work. Just parenthetically here banks have done redlining and have discriminated more than almost any institution in world history the last thing they need to be doing is getting in bed with the government with our tax dollars purporting to fix racial equity and home ownership Develop and revitalize communities through zoning, land use, and transit improvements. Invest in public housing and sustainability. Guys, if a reasonably bright, well-read dude doesn't know what half this shit even fucking means, they shouldn't be getting billions of dollars. That's it. The government can't be this complicated. When it is... 
There's no accountability. And there is no accountability. When's the last time you heard of our bureaucracy sending anyone to jail for fucking up with a billion dollars? These are people not from the private sector. These are people who don't understand balancing budgets because they don't come from that universe. Most of them don't have accounting backgrounds. $198 billion, light item three, for the Committee on Energy and Natural Resources to create clean electricity payment program. Create a clean electricity payment program. Clean electricity payment. Doesn't that sound squishy? Fund consumer rebates to weatherize and electrify homes. That's a good one. I like that one. Finance domestic manufacturing of clean energy and auto supply chain technologies. Finance domestic. Yeah, I like this. And you know what I like about this? Finance domestic manufacturing of clean energy and auto supply chain technologies. Means they can actually loan that money to these industries. They could loan that money to the people who run these supply chains now to develop their infrastructure at a phenomenally low and inexpensive rate of 1% or a half a percent. And at the end of 10 years or 15 years, it becomes a grant. So you have to have success in your program. It has to make it through a decade. And at the end of the decade, your, your loan becomes a grant. Or you just give them a half percent loan to do this infrastructure development. That to me is good policy. If the, you know, we are in a, you know, in a, 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 a symbiotic relationship of public and private investment in this country. And if the public wanted to underwrite investment in the future, bureaucrats sitting in offices way on high should not be deciding what the future looks like. They should be letting the best, most competitive minds in the nation compete for those dollars as loans and the government gets the money back or if it becomes wildly successful or just marginally successful, it turns into a grant. You would get a decade of upside out of every dollar spent. And I could go into great detail on this. I've thought a lot about that. $135 billion to the Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry. Now, we've had these folks doing their job for a long time, and they might need some more funding. But what we need to do is not necessarily give these money to research labs to figure out what to do. What we need to do is we need to cull and maintain our forests and wildlife land like we have agreed and known for over a century we need to do. We've stopped doing it which is creating the brownouts in California. It's creating wildfires and damn near pestilence. It's displaced thousands of peoples from their homes. We need to let these groups stop fucking around with the social agenda and get back to actually managing the land, which means some logging, some, some sustainable logging, some clearing of areas around power lines, some trucking, some you know real moving of natural resources. Absolutely. Fund agricultural conservation. Absolutely. Drought and forestry programs to help reduce carbon emissions and prevent wildfires. Absolutely. This sounds wise to me. Invest in rural development and rural co-op clean energy. Maybe. 
fund agriculture as long as there's competition for it, not the government deciding to do it. This is too much money to give the government, folks. This is all I'm saying. There's lots of good ideas and there's a shit ton of bad ideas. And all of it is predicated, predicated upon an assumption that the government has proven themselves to us good at making decisions about our future. <laughs> I could debate any expert from any field in any industry in this nation about how to approach fixing things. And my debate would come down to less of the government fucking around with it and letting experts do what they do and some oversight and competition kind of forced upon them by the government. And that doesn't guarantee anything, but I'll tell you what it does. You'll get way more success out of that than a bunch of fucking stiffs who are the low performers working for the government and they're no upside, zero risk, safe job with no creativity coming up with our future. 107, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Fund agricultural climate and infrastructure research. 107 billion dollars. This is a hundred plus billion dollars to the committee on judiciary let me read what that means seek lawful permanent status for qualified immigrants invest in smart and effective border security measures fund a community violence intervention initiative seek lawful permanent status for qualified immigrants Are they here legally? Are they here illegally? If they're illegal, we have a process for that. Invest in smart and effective border security measures. That sounds good. What does that mean? The wall works really fucking well and they've been they stopped it. It was the first thing in and, and they don't care about the border. It's disingenuous. Horse shit. Fund a community violence intervention initiative. Fund a community... Uh, $107 billion? Let me... Look, it's called the police force. It's called arresting criminals. It's called consequences for, be for behavior. It's called fathers in homes... And illegal people not being allowed to run rampant in the country. All of that adds up to safer streets. And guess what? It's not Greg supposing. It was done in New York in the 90s. It's been done all over the country. We know what stops crime and makes our streets safe. We don't have to do infrastructure studies on it. Fucking morons. $83 billion to the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Technology. Invest in technology, transportation, fund research, manufacturing, and economic development. Invest in coastal resiliency and healthy oceans. A lot of this stuff sounds nice and I know is going to be twisted for ill gain. Fund National Science Foundation Research and Technology Directorate. I don't want the national government, I don't want our national government picking science to succeed with, with money. Pass. The science you get is jaded. $67 billion to the Committee on Environment and Public Works. Create Clean Energy Technology Accelerator to fund low-income solar and other climate-friendly technologies. Okay, they want to throw some money at startup 
technology uh, energy companies, green energy companies, make environmental justice investments. Environmental justice. Whenever I hear that, I, I fucking pump the brakes, man. Make environmental justice investments in clean water affordability and access healthy ports. So this means giving money to their friends. Fund EPA climate and research programs. I got one for you. How about no-till farming of the corn-subsidized corn uh, fields being grown around, uh, federally subsidized corn fields being grown around this country that send out an annual plume of carbon dioxide that's probably a huge part of global warming and greenhouse gas emissions in this world. How about doing that? $37 $37 billion for the Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Electrify the federal vehicle fleet, including the post office. Guys, we're running out of electricity every summer in states around the country because there's not quite enough electricity to go around during peak heat. And they want to electrify giant fleets of vehicles, and they can't pass a bill to put a new power plant in anywhere. They can't pass... They can't get a permit to put a, a power plant in anywhere in this country. And they're getting rid of fossil fuels. Fuels. They're, they're constraining fossil fuel development. They're constraining exploration. And they've gone from us having inexpensive fuel, cheap energy that was competitive in a global market for energy independence, to begging OPEC to up their output to keep our gas prices down, which have almost doubled since this ding-dong took office. Mr. Potato Head, please resign. The Politburo of morons, transgenders, and people who've gotten there on a quota rather than on the might of their ideas, all of you go to hell. $25 billion to the Committee on Small Business and Entrepreneurship. So to the group of people who employ 60% of Americans, $25 billion. Now that's a lot of money. But do you see how little respect they have for the number one employer in America. I want to just go back to line item one. It was three quarters of a trillion dollars to the Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions. I got an idea on pensions. Don't overpromise because you won't be able to deliver. Don't leverage your employer to things that they can't do in the future. And don't ask the government to make up for the gap when you ding-dong to greedy shit that's impossible. That's big companies and all your ding-dong employees. I got another one. Committee on Health. I could save us all three quarters of a trillion dollars. America, go on a fucking diet. Quit eating corn. Now, I need to go on a diet too, but I'm not asking for money from anybody. America, go on a diet. We have an obesity problem. We do not have a Committee on Health problem. Education. Quit propagandizing our children. I mean, all we have to do is have leadership within these groups. They don't need three quarters of a trillion dollars to their union member, teacher union fucking shills. The more money we've given them the last hundred years, the worse our students have tested in comparison to the rest of the Western world. How do you say it any differently? $20.5 $20.5 billion to the Committee on Indian Affairs for Health, Education, Housing, and Programs for Native Americans. 
Yut the hay. I should say, what the hay. To my Native American listeners, of which I'm sure there aren't many, the great Wontonkan does not want you to be on welfare from the white man. The modern liberal and the government institutionalist is an oppressor and a slave maker. If you're from native lands and you live on them, do whatever you can to avoid these sons of bitches. They're the worst fucking people who've ever crawled the planet. $18 billion to the Committee on Veteran Affairs for upgrades to VA facilities. Goal, upgrade VA facilities. I got one for you. How about the VA pull its head out of its ass on burn pits? I'm just going to pull something out of my ass here. We've got thousands of servicemen and women who've been exposed to all sorts of benzene and chlorine and noxious chemicals from all this shit. There's no time in history where a modern military piles up all of its stuff and burns it all and has people exposed to it. We've been killing our soldiers with this stuff and then the VA and the government knows it and they are fiddling in their own feces saying there's no connection between all of these healthy young men and women who are dying from very similar diseases after prolonged exposure to burn pits. So instead of putting a new fucking foyer and parking lot for uh, Dr. Patel at the VA, how about this? How about acknowledge the problems our veterans have and have a take care of them first and figure it the fuck out later attitude? How about that? That's simple, and it's damn near free. I just saved you a billion dollars. Actually, 18 billion. Guys, there has never been a bigger piece of shit with more fat attached to it, with more warts and more fungus and more mildew and more wretched dark places. There's never been any bigger piece of shit foisted on the American public under the darkness of a complicit media who won't even fucking read with their slick degrees from NYU and Columbia and Harvard and Yale and where the fuck ever else they're from. There's never been so little critique from so many overeducated, underthinking individuals abdicating their responsibility to speak truth to power and inform their countrymen. There has never been a bigger piece of shit foisted on us with zero introspection, zero critical analysis from anyone other than people they say are fringe nut jobs. Here's how they want to pay for it. This is me sprinkling fucking glitter. They want to raise corporate tax from 21 to 28%, which means your company that's put all of its ideas, they've gathered investment, they have bought equipment, they've built an infrastructure, they've hired a team, they've complied with HR and environmental laws, and they've done it all to risk to earn some money. And the government wants 28%. You think big oil is fucking evil? You think big oil, big pharma is evil? 
What do you call an organization that gives you a licensure and wants more than a quarter of your earnings after you've paid everyone? What do you call that? I call that somebody who should have put some fucking money in the game. I call that somebody who's greedy. If I came to you and said, hey, look, I'm just going to look around your company. I'm just going to look around and make sure everything's good. I need 28% of your profit. Does that seem reasonable to anybody? I heard that the oil companies make somewhere between three and five cents a gallon on gasoline. And big government says they're bad and the greenies say they're bad. And you know, you see the government putting 30, 50, 60 dollar a gallon tax. That means in many places where Exxon and BP and all of these big, bad, evil petrochemical companies, petro-oil companies, they're making 3 to 5 to 10 cents a gallon. The government is stepping in, making between 30 and $1.20 a gallon in tax. You tell me. You tell me who's stealing. You tell me who's thieving. And then where's that money going? Guys, I don't think they should get a fucking penny. I don't think they should get a penny for infrastructure. We do not have a money problem in this country. We have a spending problem. There's no accountability. There's no transparency. Nobody's fairly reporting the news. And they're spending us into oblivion. And it is the most important issue of our time. Besides fair and clean elections, there is absolutely nothing more pressing. I'd like our election process tightened up so that people can have faith that the elections are really solid and accurate, especially as our country becomes, our populace becomes so bifurcated. It, 100 votes matters, so I think it's important we do clean up our elections more than it was 60 years ago. And I think it's important that we not give them any more fucking money. They want to increase corporate tax from 21 to 28%. They want over a quarter of all the money your company makes. So good job. We want a quarter of your money. That's the fucking mafia. Capital gains goes from 23.8% to 43.4%. God forbid you invest in a company and it makes money. We want almost half. The government wants half of somebody's investment. Now, if you're poor and you're dispossessed, they're going to tell you because rich people aren't paying their fair share and they're lying. The rich people are the only ones paying their share. They want to increase the veracity of IRS enforcement nationwide. So their tax incremental increases that they're proposing between 3 and 5% on everything and a, and a 7% increase on corporations. They want an international minimum corporate tax to dissuade global tax evasion by big companies. I don't know. In addition to all that, the numbers don't match. That doesn't make $3.5 trillion, these little percents here and there. What they're what they've hidden in there is the enforcement, uh, added enforcement with the IRS, which means, folks, they're coming for you. Trust me, 
They're not coming for rich people. They're coming for you. They want another thousand dollars out of people who paid a thousand. They want another thirty if you paid thirty. They want more no matter what you paid. They're coming after you. And when they start doing that, what people start doing is they start yielding and acquiescing and just paying more. What will happen is the ultra rich, they'll have their staff of accountants and they'll be fine. In the middle, there's a group of people like me and we will very much want to avoid the hassle of their interference and we'll sit down with our discussions with our accountants and we'll just opt to pay more probably. It puts incentive there. Pay more or they're coming and they're going to put a hot poker up your ass. And for everybody else, they're just coming for you. Good fucking luck. Tax attorney, $750 an hour in Phoenix. Good fucking luck. Guys, they don't care about green energy. They care about controlling you. The same people preaching paranoia about a pandemic are the same people selling you a fake fix. The vaccine will not fix the pandemic. I'm sure most people know this by now. I'm sure the people watching this know. They're lying to us en masse. They're propagandizing us with a free vaccine. And someone's getting paid and that money's coming from taxes. The drug companies are getting paid. They're all in bed with the National Institute of Health and the World Health Organization. I am not saying this is some kooky conspiracy. I'm saying this is the mob. They are coming after you. They're not helping the middle class. They're not helping hospitals. They're making it mandatory that hospitals fire perfectly healthy workers who've had COVID and have probably the best immunity of anybody in the world. They're firing them because they won't experiment on an, on a on a uh, vaccine being put in their body that they're actually seeing the fallout and the VERS data from the vaccine. Guys, it's not a few kooks. It is a large amount of typically very compliant, play ball, follow the rules kind of folks. There are a lot of people in nursing that are, most of them are not radical right-wingers or right-of-center people. They're not. They're very rule-following, compliant, bureaucratic. They work in a bureaucracy, and they just want to help people. And they follow the rules. And they're firing them by the thousands nationwide. What do you call it when a natural disaster happens and you overreact to the natural disaster? And then you begin punishing people for not overreacting with you. Because you you have to stick with your overreaction. You can't back off because... It makes it look like you got the calculus wrong and the optics are bad for your government organization or your funding for next year. It's called a calamity. We're in the midst of a calamity. We had a 
a, a, a national, you know, we had a national, you know, we had an international disaster. We had a virus get developed by funding from our own scheming leaders who are lying and covering up about it. And it was, it's so bad and so illegal, it's illegal in the United States, so they outsourced it to China. Just like every other lazy motherfucker in this country who has shit outsourced to China. They outsourced illegal medical experiments they couldn't do here. Viral experiments they couldn't do here. They outsourced it to China. It's fact. We know it's true. Then they've lied about it, and it got out, which is why you're not allowed to do it in the United States because they know it's a possibility it gets out and could ruin the world, which it has. And then they've overreacted and they've lied about overreacting to force you for a fix they think is best for you. Irrespective of your medical history, your doctor, and your having had the disease and wrestled it off already. Guys... I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I'm not a propag. I'm, I'm not a propagandist. This is the biggest scam that's ever happened to our country ever. There's never been anything bigger, except maybe the Russia collusion hoax. If you voted for Joe Biden because you didn't like Donald Trump's mean tweets, you shame on you. Shame on you. If you're a woman who didn't like his mean tweets or thought he was sexist, surrounded by women in powers of position, positions of power, you know what I meant, and you think he's a sexist because he thinks Rosie O'Donnell is a pig and he says it out loud, shame on you. If you're a 40-pound overweight woman who identifies with Rosie the pig O'Donnell and you voted against Donald Trump because he's willing to just say it, shame on you because your sons will go to war. It's going to happen, folks. Mark my words. What happens? You know, it's beginning to look. Every time I read national intelligence estimates on Taiwan, the date gets advanced to sooner and sooner and sooner. When does China invade Taiwan? And we'll have a moment of crisis. Do we stand by allies and do we maintain a global presence as a superpower? And do we stop a shift and the invasion and taking of an entire nation? Or do we sit on our hands afraid and scared? And we will get there because you didn't like his tweets and you didn't like that he said shit. You didn't like his hair. You thought he was pear-shaped. He didn't like his pronunciation of China. He doesn't like golfing at the congressional. You elected an ineffectual potato head in a Politburo of unqualified people. And it's all going wrong. Shame on you. When you sit down with your family this holiday, the holidays are coming up, when you sit down with them, shame on them. We released that prisoner two weeks before 
He exploded a bomb that killed 13 servicemen. 13, you know what? Servicemen die in the line of duty. That's so it it's it's the deal. It's the job. But when it happens unnecessarily, who is getting called to count? Who's accountable? You know who's accountable? You are. If you voted for Joe Biden because you don't like Donald Trump and you didn't like him, you helped kill. Good job. If you don't get on the internet right now and you don't do a search for your senator and your congressman and you don't email them and say, do not support this three and a half trillion dollar debacle of social engineering that will not actually address our crumbling infrastructure. If you don't reach out and do that, you're a hypocrite. You're a dummy. You don't get it. And there's blood on your hands. Because while we're fucking around with green energy and we're not drilling our own oil and we're not leaping forward into the future and we're not supporting Tesla with the same benefits as every other company that's getting it for green energy use and green cars, if you're not supporting that and you're supporting this agenda, while we're focused on this silly shit, real things are happening. And the consequences of real things are war, which I don't want, and I don't ever want my son to go to, and I don't want my daughter to go to, and I don't want your son or your daughter to ever go to. Now, if we go, I hope we fuck everybody up, come back with good scars, have great stories, and I hope my children aren't one of the fallen. But when it happens, my bloodline seems to always step up, and many of you out there, your bloodlines step up. But that's my question. That's my statement. That's my assertion. That's my mission. If your family disliked Donald Trump and his mean tweets, and they thought it was okay to censor a seated president, shame on them. The blood is on their hands. And the next one's going to be big, you guys. We're doing drills to fight China right now in our military. We're doing drills to fight them. While they're buying off our government, buying off our telecom, buying off our tech, buying property around our country, corrupting everyone, and we're holding no one to account for the sale of our country. If you support a modern Democrat, you need to look in the mirror and see what they actually stand for. They hate the country. They hate the success. They're jealous. I have found the modern Democrat to be a jealous being. I guess there's four reasons, right, to be a a modern Democrat. I could talk about those on another show, but one of them is jealousy. They're jealous of their lack of failure and your success. I should say they're jealous of your success and their failure. They're jealous. And jealousy, schadenfreund, uh, watching the failure of others and seeing others succeed. Human beings have very powerful, visceral, biological responses to those. And we're acting out of them right now. We need to acknowledge it so we stop doing it. It is natural 
to be jealous of people who drive something you can't afford or live someplace you it's natural to be jealous we can't do public policy out of jealousy we can't do energy policy out of jealousy we can't do policy out of fear i guess what i found out the last year and a half is my country's full of a bunch of scaredy cunts scared of everything what happened we whipped the japanese ass we whipped the nazis ass Twice in a century? What the hell are we afraid of? Listen, folks, let's uh, let's poke out here and say hi to everybody. Let's see what we see. Boom, boom, boom. See, I'm so sick of this administration. Okay, yeah, we need to split our country. No, we don't need to split. Perfect hat. Perfectly said thanks. Love the hat. People talking about the shot. Same universities funded by the Chinese. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is. I would not say it is boring. Fucking scary, maybe. Okay, I'm gonna show. So I get these messages, you guys, and they're hidden by YouTube. Great to see you tonight. Preach. What's your hat say? Why are split switch page illegal on all Native American reservations? There's some reasons for that. Uh, okay. Well, listen, guys. That's my rant for the day. Happy Hump Day. Uh, let's see. My my hats is. Fuck Biden, and my shirt says, get in, loser. We're going to go do some freedom shit. And it's got George Washington and uh, Benjamin Franklin actually rolling in a caddy. See if I can show it to you guys. Maybe you can see that. There's a little delay in the video. There you go. <clears throat> okay. Um, guys, it's Wednesday. I'm going to hit it. Thanks for stopping in. Um, I appreciate you giving us a thumbs up. I appreciate you liking what I'm doing. Uh, I appreciate your kind words, and I appreciate your thoughtful words, even if they're antagonistic to me. I do not appreciate sniping, passive-aggressive, dumb comments that don't actually make a point, but they're just sassy. I don't appreciate those. I find them boring. I find them uncreative, and I find the people who send them to be un unintelligent rubes. So send me your thoughts, send me your ideas. If you've got any suggestions about future shows, pop them. We're going to be ripping it with a uh, congressman next week. Um, we're going to be talking to a uh, national political person next week. Um, we've, got, we've got over the next couple of months some very well-known national figures that are going to be in the show. I uh, hope you keep coming back. We're getting ready. Um, we had to build up our library of shows and we're getting ready to shift over to our podcast platform. Um, when that happens, we'll finally be able to kind of advertise our show a little bit. I hope you guys are enjoying. Um, we've got a couple of formats. We've got an interview format and we've got a lone wolf ripping it format. And today I just had a lot to talk about. Thanks for joining me. Greg Medford from uh, going there with Greg. People say, where do you get the name of this? Because people watching this go, oh, no, he's not going there. Yep, I'm going there. And you're going there with me. You're going there with Greg. Thanks for coming along for the ride, you guys. I'm out.